Katie Davis. And I'm Ken Kurzel. Katie and I are the leaders of James Moore and Company's Collegiate Athletic Services team. And we're in our second episode now of News and Brews, where we bring to you uh, information on some of our favorite craft beer, as well as news that's relevant in the collegiate athletic industry right now. Today, we're joined by a special guest, Ryan Frankel. Uh, Ryan is the president and founder of Frankel Media Group, uh, which is the media communications firm that our firm uses. And they also represent some significant higher education and collegiate athletic industry uh, type of clients. Uh, we thought Ryan would be a good guest to discuss uh, in the current environment, certain, uh, certain aspects uh, related to media and communications and branding. Uh, especially as it relates to doing so during the middle of a crisis. So, um, Ryan, let's start off with you. What are um, some what's some of the current uh, media environments, some unique things you're seeing uh, in the media environment currently? Sure. Well, first, uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Um, I, I, I appreciate the uh, the bribe, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I hope uh, you'll bring me back. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, it's a, this is a really unprecedented time. For, for media and um, what we're seeing is that right now there are more eyeballs on screens than ever in the history of the world and media consumption is at its absolute peak. Um, but, but counter to that, a lot of the large retailers, business to consumer brands, automotive have either paused or significantly reduced their media spend. So costs uh, in proportion to the number of eyeballs that are on, on the screen are down anywhere from 20 to 40 percent. Uh, so we see it as an opportunity for really large brands to take advantage of that landscape. Um, it comes with a new set of rules of how you communicate and what your creative should be and how to engage that audience and where to do it. But in terms of the media landscape, um, there's never been a time like this in, in history. Mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's similar in certain ways, but different to what we experienced in 2008. So I think for for brands who understand that and can and use that to to grow their market share and their brand over time, uh, we'll we'll do really well. So Katie, a lot um, you and I talk a lot uh, both with our clients and then others in the industry about the idea of telling your financial story. So what do we mean when we talk about telling your financial story, and why is that important? Well, I think it's commonly misrepresented in the media, uh, primarily because the financial reporting model that athletics departments has to follow to report to the federal government and to the NCAA is, in my opinion, flawed because it only shows half of the picture. Uh, we have a client who regularly says that she wants to be able to show her full financial picture and to do that, you need to put color around the numbers. And we believe that's really true um, as it relates to the financials and how they're reported because it can show two schools. Um, the purpose of this reporting is to be apples to apples, but you can have two very similar schools with similar successes and similar activities look very different because of how they interpret the numbers, the timing of when they report things. And then that can lead to public misperception. So you could be showing that you've made a lot of money when in fact you haven't and that can impact how willing your donors are to contributing to you or the flip side you could be showing that you're having a, a pretty rough year and um, receiving criticism for not being efficient with your funds or using your funds wisely especially as you make <clears throat> decisions for big expenditures so we think that being able to add to 
what the um, public reports are that are available on public databases that the media takes and engaging with the media in more information than what they're pulling. So that means through other reports where you're writing more of a description to your activities and how that has a financial impact um, and, and being able to provide that to the media will go a long way. Right. And then from uh, beyond the financial story, just kind of from a communications and a branding standpoint, Ryan, what's important, especially in light of COVID-19 and the current crisis, what's important about storytelling for an, an athletic organization? So, you know, storytelling in all instances is, is really important to communications and to branding. I think right now, particularly in athletics, fans are craving a connection to their teams. You know, we've done a lot of research around this, the psychology uh, behind why do fans feel so passionate? Why do you feel that anxiety when your team is playing? Why do you, why do you celebrate along with them like, like you were on the field? Um, and I think now more than ever, fans are craving that and creating a really emotional connection with consumers and fans right now through effective storytelling is critical. And it doesn't just have to be around the financials. It doesn't have to be just around COVID. It can be on everything from how our student athletes are stepping up, what they're doing, what the program is doing, um, sharing uh, highlights and, and nostalgic videos from seasons past, talking about what the future has in store, informing our internal audiences within a, an athletic program about what we're doing and how we're responding and, and what's really going on. Um, so I think storytelling now more than ever and focusing on not what you do or how you do it, but why you do it and understanding just how important sports are to people and to lives and to families. And and that story and every aspect of it, I think, is, is always important, but probably more important now than ever. Um, and, and I think it touches everything from our internal communications to external communications to donor engagement. Um, I think it's it's really, really important. So, Katie, you're a CFO of an athletic department right now. What's the single biggest thing in the midst of COVID-19 that you'd put as your top priority that you'd focus on? I mean, I think as ways that communication can help mitigate financial impacts, it's um, first engaging with your internal stakeholders to make sure that you're communicating effectively with them. And we talked about that in last week's video. But um, you know, until they have complete and total context and you've provided as much transparency as possible, they're go not going to know if they don't have that, they're not going to know whether they can believe what they read in the paper or not. Um, I've heard of schools say that someone on their board said if their team was a stock, they wouldn't invest in them. And that was solely based on what they read in the paper. And that's really unfortunate that uh, they come to those conclusions. So the more that you can stay ahead of it and, and educate your stakeholders, the better, so that when the external media gets a hold of your story and tells it the way they intend to tell it, you have um, the support internally to help back up what your real story is. And then I think secondly, um, engaging with others within your organization that do have a lot of interaction with the media to make sure that you have the best relationship possible with them, that you're providing them with information so that they can do a better job of storytelling. And I think that that can go a long way as well in protecting your brand. And, you know, 
one school that just uh, there was an article over the weekend that uh, featured West Virginia and that their staff um, did a really great job of assembling care packages for all of their student athletes and they did it all in-house and it was a really touching article when the article about them could have been about some of the tough decisions that they're faced with in, in this crisis, instead it focused on the positive. So I think being able to provide a positive story to balance out some of the negative stories that are unfortunately bound to happen uh, can go a long way. Uh, and Ryan, from a branding and communication standpoint, what's your number one item right now? Stay on the field. Um, you know, remain engaged, stay out in front of fans, consumers, sponsors, uh, internal audiences, donors. Uh, so often do, do brands want to kind of close up and, and what makes coronavirus and, and communicating during this time period so unique is it's, it, it really is a perfect storm of issues. Um, you know, uh, we all prepare for a recession or we prepare for a natural disaster. But the combination of the factors at play because of Corona makes um, this that much more complicated. And, and the one thing that we're telling our clients is, is to remain engaged. And um, that can be anything from an example like Katie had given to a, a communication going out to your internal team. Um, but remaining engaged, uh, communicating frequently, looking at new channels to deliver that message, um, the way fans are consuming information right now is different than ever before and, and staying out in front of that is really important. Changing your message and creative often is really important. Being authentic um, and, and as transparent as possible is absolutely critical right now. Segmenting your message, um, you know, where we can communicate uh, the same core message, but slightly differently based on audience is is critical right now. I was having a, a conversation with a, a senior level communicator within an athletic department and and they said one of the good things that have come out of this is it's given the communications team an opportunity to pause in a way and rethink the brand and rethink how we communicate and focus on on that message, the story around it. Um, more than ever before because because we all know what the world is you're we're running from season to season and sport to sport and um it's rare that our communications teams get a minute in, in a way to, to sort of pause and evaluate the brand and, and and our story so um number one thing right now is to to remain engaged um and and really take a moment to understand how intertwined a lot of these issues are. It's not just a financial issue. It's not just a sponsorship issue. It's not just a ticket sales issue. Um, it, it's really intertwined. And I think remaining engaged and out in front and, and telling our story well um, is, is more important than ever before. That's great. Well, in addition to athletics, uh, we already, Ryan already gave it away. We bribed him with a good beer uh, to be on here. Katie and I enjoy a good craft beer, and that's part of our series here. Uh, we're all three drinking the same beer today. It's called Special Delivery Number Two uh, from First Magnitude Brewing, a local brewery here in Gainesville, Florida. Um, I give it, it's, it's a hazy IPA. I give it a 4.25 on, on my untapped scale. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on it? Well, since this is the 14th, time we've re-recorded this episode to get it right this is my ninth beer and no, uh, 
So it's a five now. Yeah, it's a five now. It was a four and a half the last version. But no, I think it's really good. Uh, I'd give it a four and a half. Um, I'm the biggest sucker in the world for great packaging. And I love that it's just a raw aluminum can with a, a pretty simple label slapped on it. So they, they had me at the packaging, but the beer's really good too. Well, that's appropriate from a media guy. So, uh, Katie, your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm giving it a 4.25 as well. I I think it's really good and um, really like it. Very good. Well, we thank you all for joining us. Remember, every Thursday at 4.30 Eastern for news and brews, uh, feel free to reach out to us with questions that you'd like discussed in future weeks. Have a great night. And thanks um, for following us on social media as well. If you miss anything um, between now and next Thursday, uh, follow us on Twitter. You can check out our LinkedIn pages and check out our firm's Facebook page as well for more news. Thanks.